no more subsidies for fossil fuel industry, no more drilling on federal lands, no more drilling, including offshore, no ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. U.S. production of oil and gas is rising. In fact, in the first year of the Biden presidency, there was more oil and gas produced in the United States than the first year of the Trump presidency. And there's opportunities to produce more from here. Then let's forget what we should have done earlier and continue with what we should do now. So, Kyle, uh... How has life been since you got past back from your vacation? Honestly, um, the last couple of weeks have been pretty good. I want to thank you really uh, for taking over the episode the last week. I really enjoyed it. I I liked the review. I was well, laughing very much on my long drive back from St. Louis to Philadelphia. I appreciate that. I obviously am less proud of it, but that's just how it works when you do a thing. Right. When you do a thing, you feel a you, lot you, like, yeah. ah, shucks. This garbage. <laughs> yeah, no, I enjoyed it quite a lot. Well, thank you. I will uh, take the compliment at face value. <laughs> Good. Um, but yeah, uh, we are back for another watch along this week. We'll push, Like I said, we'll push left in the past to the last week here of the month. Um, and we're going to do, uh, something classic. We're going to do a good old Futurama episode, because that show did call a lot of shit with <laughs> yeah. decent accuracy. I, um, I, I think that in the same way that, like, you know, obviously same creator, uh, as Simpsons, um, you know, they obviously are doing kind of a Libby little, uh, poking at, uh, politics, but in a good satirical way, especially for, you know, 1999. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's of course it's going to have lib opinions. It was allowed to be on TV, right? Yeah, exactly. It's a uh, Fox animated sitcom. So uh, I think honestly, to the premise, like I love, I love the Simpsons. I love the early stuff of the Simpsons, and I like that premise a lot. The family, the family stuff. That's actually like it feels like that world is real at least early on. Um, mm-hmm. Before they and, get over the top in the late yeah. seasons, which are garbage. Yeah, pretty shit. Um, whereas this one starts off with a pretty over-the-top premise, but builds logically from there. And I think a lot of the gags, you know, they rely on being in the future or living in this weird world where there are, you know, gross lobster aliens and also, like, just the weirdest, grossest shit. It's, it's still, like, a, a gross—it's not like that— that meme picture of the future city it all looks like it still all looks like it's falling apart but it's just in the future which i'm like that makes a lot more sense yeah i mean and that's because the cover their governmental system has essentially not changed in that right. thousand years so they're still dealing with the exact same kind of assholery in politics yeah, and, and there are a lot of episodes that have some great gags about that but the one we're gonna watch really doesn't the one we're gonna watch is more just about the capitalist institutions that mm-hmm. are still alive and well in the future as well yeah, and uh, pretty obvious uh, parallels to a film called Soylent, Soylent Green. Yeah, which I have not watched, but I've been told as a leftist that I really should, and it's I'm I'm a bad leftist when it comes oh, to catching up on painful. stuff. Yeah, no, they all. Um, there's a I I've been doing a rewatch of while Lucy was gone, which is now not the case. She is back here in Philadelphia with me. I can be. You know, that's got to be nice. Uh, it is. It is. And it's nice to I uh, right near the end of our um our separation. I kind of I was starting to feel 
good. I think I've I, I might just be in a extended manic episode, or it might be the endorphins from my decision to exercise more. But like I've been, feeling, or it might be the endorphins from knowing that no, you're yeah. back on career path too. That too, having options for a job too was really. Yeah, that's right. Options, plural. Listen to this baller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I get to choose whether or not it always comes like you get to way. choose which I, slavery you get. To, you get to, you get to choose two different slavery's, man. Yeah, no. That's, I um, but uh, right before, yeah, it, it it. I feel like these the all of the people who do the hiring and project management for video companies, like, I think they like a menstrual cycle. They are syncing up with each other because it always comes in giant batches. It never comes like at a reasonable rate for me to figure out what I'm going to do, but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, well, hopefully though, at least one of the ones that you got in this batch lasts a little longer than your last couple, yeah, which have been be garbage. Nice. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, like as Lucy was gone, I was rewatching uh, venture brothers because she, oh, she's had enough another of one. me we'll watching it. Watch yeah. along. Oh my God. I've watched, Venture Brothers all the way through, except for the last season, which I need to watch. Uh, I I've watched it all the way through like six times, and this was gonna be number seven or something. And I'm reminded that um, there's a fantastic episode uh, where, uh, you know, if nobody knows the premise, it's like Doctor Venture is this like has been or never Super been scientist. really. Son of a much better scientist who's like riding his coattails and he has to come up with a machine that will protect people in space like a little like a ray shield. But the ray shield gives everybody radiation and turns this entire uh, group of interns into one of two groups, which is giant like scaly monsters or super smart forearmed people. Um, And they are taking away. Uh, human beings and one of my favorite characters uh sergeant hatred copies exactly the scene from soylent green where they're carrying him out and he's like so student green is people it's fantastic yeah, i know that well deli- uh, quite quite the, you know, I mean, hey, it's a tangent there's nothing wrong with a good tangent that's uh, that's what these inter uh, introduction parts are for before we actually get into the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I we will definitely do Adventure Brothers at some point, but for now, I mean, Futurama's premise: guy from two thousand gets frozen for a thousand years, ends up in the future. Best friend is now a robot. Uh, there's a sexy one-eyed space captain who he works with. Big boots. And he lives with his uh, and he lives with his uh, great 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 nephew, uh, who's an a, a ancient He's super like scientist dude, thirty or something. Or older, yep. I think, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this is uh, season two, episode four on Hulu, Fry and the Slurm Factory, if, if you're you watching it on online, Hulu. online, it's weird because they list it at, by its release date, which was the Yeah, it was part episode. of the first season yeah. originally, and then Hulu did it weird when they uploaded it and did uh, the episodes differently. So, yeah, season two, episode four on Hulu, or season one, episode 13, by the original release launches. Uh, but... Yeah, if you watch it on Hulu, that's cool. Um, we are watching it definitely on Hulu and not sure. via other means. Yeah. However, we yes. will somehow not have those weird commercials. Uh, don't know how that happened, but uh, pretty happy. Well, I mean, it. because we paid for the Hulu premium. Exactly, Duh. exactly. We paid for the premium. We are we are great capitalist customers of Hulu. Anyways, um, yeah, we will uh, do this episode, and then obviously we'll wrap up with our standard news blasts and talks and whatnot. So. Without further ado, I think we're ready to get this show on the road. All right. Starting in three, 
two, one. Oh, this one's got an intro. Okay, well, when it's a theme song, I'll try to sing along a bit. <laughs> I love all my circuits. God, it's so fucking funny. Calculon. Slurms, Slurms McKenzie, yeah. Sex sells. Gotta have that hey. in the ads. That ad looks like it's from the 1960s, not counting the space worm. Right. Or really most of the 90s ads. That's true, you're right. Any, like, Bush beer ad... <laughs> I love all the I like those odds. <laughs> it's the future, I'll get those teeth back. It's boom, fine, yeah. Boom, boom. I love those also little uh banner oh. things at the bottom of each uh They're so intro. And just like every uh, Matt Groening property, they have all these little these. I think this is where a lot of my 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 personal uh, humor has come from, because uh, all of these little like labels and shit are everywhere. That's funny as hell to me. Yeah, just he comes up with very funny little names to plop mm. on everything that uh just give a little uh bazing to any given scene. Vendor uh, is great. <laughs> You're paying for that. Oh, Hermes. We could have also done the Hermes centric episode about how bureaucracy. Oh, yeah, that one's great. Where he has to like re <laughs> re enter the bureaucracy, yeah. It's fin fungus. He'll be floating upside down by morning. Toyberg is just the worst doctor. <laughs> Fantastic. I love 
the Farnsworth being old jokes. So fucking good. Almost certainly stolen. Yes, there you go. This show does have a habit of like starting with a uh, completely different pretext for an episode, and then like eventually jumping. Like, it has nothing to. This whole Bender being sick thing has nothing to do with the actual main episode plot. No. They do that a lot in the show, where it seems like they're going one direction. They loop around. I love that. They do that quite often, too, in uh, The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah, where they like start with start with one pretext, but then they jump into this completely side-seeming story that's just a cl- uh, way to bring in one specific item from the scene, like Efray, in this case. <laughs> Ow, my sperm. But yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, this is still from an era when transgenderism yeah. wasn't treated with a lot of respect. No, when people were uh, still pretty shitty about it. Yeah. But, you know, you could always use the classic Republican excuse if it was from a different time. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, admittedly, like, we can accept that there are, I mean, especially with culture, it feels like you got to take what you got. But, yeah. Yeah. There's I mean, also, nothing ages well. <laughs> yeah. No, not really. They're just irradiating all this yeah. stuff, too. Yep. Bender is just an asshole for fun. <laughs> I love that 3D Scrabble. Oh, when was this junk? Yeah, I'd try. I'd try 3D Scrabble. <laughs> and now we get to the Willy Wonka part of the episode. So good. I mean, you can never. There's, there's never enough Willy Wonka parodies. I agree. You can I agree. Just do it over and over again, and I'll never get bored of it.
So wait, do they just have those those random bikini chicks on retainer? I guess, yeah. <laughs> They're not actresses. She's just, uh, or if they are, they they have very consistent work. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's honestly more companies should label their stuff like yeah. that so that we know exactly what they're actually doing with you know their corporate decisions yay slave labor <laughs> old man racism for the win Gotta love the garbage nonsense that happened in both the original Willy Wonka and any satire there henceforth. It is easy to rhyme when your first phrase is just allowed to yeah, have uh, whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> Aces. I love Fry's little one-off lines. <laughs> I was just curious because of the armed guards. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I feel that one in my soul. Oh. <laughs> 
I happen to work for uh, people Not who are happy to. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Our union isn't as bad as a certain one in uh, Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Where part-timers uh, are no longer allowed to vote in the union votes. That's so fucking stupid. Uh, so they just get more part-timers, obviously. Like that's Yeah, and then they control the vote with a bunch of full-time boomers who right. want to keep their benefits and, and heaven forbid anyone else get paid. Anybody else, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I was I'm about to die. It doesn't bother me any. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't affect me, so who cares? Yeah, it's like I just don't understand. That's why I was so excited about the the uh, UAW workers at John Deere who were fighting for exactly the opposite. Of that being like, yeah, no, we've already done this, and now we're trying to get people to uh, the new employees to still have some benefits. Yeah, it's for sure uh, nice when unions actually do. Uh a good job at being unions, but unfortunately, food workers unions have not been doing so good at that lately. No. So, that's probably the kind of union that uh, the Grunkalunkas work in. <laughs> at least, I don't know. It's better than actual slavery. Don't worry, guys. It's just wage slavery. Yeah. Things are going to get a little gross here in the near future. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, warm soda is never a good thing. <laughs> I love Fry being an idiot. Just as a recurring any any time it happens, it's funny. It's awesome. I have a feeling there are a lot of Americans who would still drink Pepsi if it turned out if it was some kind of worm goo. Oh, of course. Or something like that. Yeah. I guess Mountain Dew is the facsimile here, but yeah. Which is a Pepsi product, so there you go. <laughs> oh, Bender. It's just a loop. God. 
Not, not exactly, but yeah, kind of. Classic tactics. Yeah, the parallels of capitalism are right, not hard to so. find. <laughs> I mean, and not just soda company. Like they do that with all kind, basically any product. Like if they can find a way to make a shitty version and then sell that, so that you feel compelled to buy the not shitty version again. You know, double down on all, double down on profit. I don't know. I can't imagine anything being so tasty that if I watched it come out of a worm ass, I'd be like, cool. Yeah, I'll do that. that. <clears throat> I don't know. It's tough to say because, then again, I know what what happens at Taco Bell. Yeah. I, I've seen the, those Taco Bell documentaries, and I delete that. Yeah, that's the problem. They do make this stuff very addictive. They're quite good at it. That's okay. If I know anything about addiction, he'll be fine in like eight years. Yeah. When I don't know, I say that, but it's been eight years since I've had a cigarette, and every now and then I still wouldn't, I still think I wouldn't mind one. Dude, I had a cigarette last night because I was out drinking and somebody had one. And I was like, fuck. Not going <sighs> to do that again. That was bad. It's, it is so hard to break those. They, I mean, they designed them to be addictive because yeah. that's how they make their money. Whether it's soda or uh, cigarettes or really just about any product made by the innovation side of capitalism, as they say. Yeah. I went out to smoke this cigarette because the person who we had met at the bar, uh, it was a husband and wife, and the husband had gone out to smoke a cigarette. And so I was like, I grabbed, they offered me a cigarette, and I was like, okay, sure. I didn't care for that guy, though. I was like, yeah, I prefer, your wife is nicer, sorry. <laughs> Yes, that happens sometimes. You can be—I mean, if he's—if he has money, he can afford to be more of a douchebag. Yeah, he was a 
very wealthy man. Then, yeah, unfortunately, that's how it works. You can be a douchebag and still have it all if you've got if you're a white guy with money. Yeah, party that worm to death. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yay, addiction, saving capitalism. So yeah, that said, commentaries about capitalist culture pretty evident in that episode. Um, gotta love this jingle. Just uh, Futurama really did have one of the best theme songs of like any show. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like um, this got this. It was early techno vibes. Yeah, with interesting, weird like bells and shit. Yeah, like future, futury SFX type things put in there. Yeah. Just all around. Uh, worthwhile show, and there's a lot of other good episodes. Um, so, I mean, if you haven't if, – if you somehow haven't watched through Futurama, I encourage you to do it. It's well worth it. There's going to be a reboot season coming out soon with all the original cast. Yeah, so, I saw that. That seems like it'll be fun. Yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I mean, the show – it was one of those rare shows that stayed good till even through its last season. So I could see more of it being worthwhile. So I don't know. I feel like, it, uh, unfortunately, it being a, a much bigger show, it's more sensible that that would get a reboot than something like, say, Venture Brothers, which, if oh, that yeah. got a reboot, that would they also be incredible. They canceled it, too, last year, and I was like, that sucks. Because, I mean, you know, I would wait, like, four years between seasons sometimes, but... Yeah. But you always saw there was more coming. I knew it was coming back at some point. Yeah, they're, they're talking about maybe making a movie. I mean, because they were wrap going up the- to have... Um, Last season was going to be the wrap-up season, but then they cut the episode countdown like uh, Adult yeah, Swim did. So they were like, all right, well, I guess we got to do another season. So And then they did, didn't get another season, so. Great, yeah. <laughs> Sucks to suck. They basically, they, right now it is a show that is kind of unresolved. And, yeah. uh, you know. really fucked that one. Screw the pooch. Hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully it gets a proper resolution. I, yeah, if uh, it could, honestly, even though Community is the one I'd love to see a movie of most, Venture Brothers definitely deserves one more. Because oh, Community's ending was actually an ending. Right, it was an actual ending, as opposed to where Venture Brothers, where it's like, just like Cliffhanger season. Yeah, where it's like, yep, 
and that's nothing's resolved. <laughs> shows that shows that end on a cliffhanger, and then you never get another season. Like my name is Earl had that happen. Yeah, I like. I love that part about Venture Brothers, though, is like a lot of those episodes, individual episodes, end on not so much a cliffhanger, but like the rejection of closure, which I think is. Yeah, and that's I mean that's that can be cool in its own right. You know the world doesn't always you know work out uh you don't get to see closure on everything like that you know there's a lot of that can definitely play well if the show i don't know i feel like it plays better though for a show that's going for that realism element and venture brothers has never been realistic so i feel like they you know they because of the over the top uh plot lines they have i feel like it'd be nice to see closure on at least the major ones yeah i mean like the the part about venture brothers and I know we're, this is an episode about Futurama, so I won't go on too much. But, like, the the thing with Venture Brothers is that they have this deep lore attached to it, kind of. Not that you have to know everything. It's a very fun show that you, you can Yeah, you can watch a random episode and still get most of everything going on. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just because all the characters are, like, you, you know them. If you watched any Hanna-Barbera cartoon, like, they're making fun of those. So it's fun. Um, but, like, there is such a deep lore and a deep like a few interesting questions that i would like answered um but then again uh very constantly the because it's like making fun of hanna barbera where everything gets wrapped up in the end yeah it doesn't always get wrapped up in the end so it would be very venture brothers to just be like nope nothing for you you just have these theories yeah that does i mean that does track um with that show but yeah uh We'll probably do a Venture Brothers watch along before too long, folks. I'd say that's on our horizon because there's so many good episodes of that. That and the IT crowd or two we really need oh, to get man. to soon. Yeah, another show that, unfortunately, a lot of uh, transphobia, but very Yeah, Yeah, IT, well, I mean, and again, but not only was it an older show, but also it was British. And honest, yeah. I hate to say it, but Britain might be even more oh, conservative, progressive than we are. <laughs> like, in Graham, Lim- Graham Linehan is himself like weirdly like uh there's a there's a podcast called trash future which i encourage people to re listen to especially their episode uh called frankenstein's uh balance sheet uh which is great and talks a lot they they do like tech tech and finance coverage it's interesting but uh one of the hosts alice says that or is it riley one of them says that there's a uh the second that some weird British person starts talking about trans stuff, like in a negative way, that is the only thing that they talk about. Like it ends up consuming them. I mean, like look at a uh, look at what's her face, um, the woman who did. How am I forgetting the the author of Harry Potter? Oh yeah, Rowling. Yep. Yeah, she that's Rowling. her identity is transphobia. Yeah, even though she had, you know, over a decade of a life before that that where no one if she had if she just hadn't said anything on twitter she could have been revered as like one of the lib champions for all time yeah no if she just that's the thing about uh i think rich people in general famous people certainly the second that they start talking uh, they always need to be heard they are constantly demanding more and more attention and it's like if you would just shut up and live the rest of your life in you know the incredible wealth that you have you could be incredibly happy and nobody would hate you, but now, now we have to hate you because you came out saying that you know you're trying to protect women when really you're just trying to hurt women, whatever. Yeah, well, we'll do a whole episode on tra- uh, gender in general once we can get a couple like either transgender or 
uh, non-binary co uh, people to guest for us on that one. Yeah, obviously. that would be a good one. Yeah, but I mean that one—that's one is two straight white men. Probably not not a good fit for us to yeah. just do that one going in without any uh, help. <laughs> Same I with the well, I'd like to do one on feminism, but we should probably yeah. have some women, yeah. leftist women, on with us. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of episodes where we'll need guests to help us out. Otherwise, it's gonna we're gonna have very skewed takes. But uh, yeah. Transphobia sucks. Don't do it. Yeah. Be be a, be a not shitty strong, person. Strong uh, stance. Don't do the transphobia is bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm. Uh, I mean, it's very. It's complicated. It's hard to figure out that this thing is bad. So don't do it. A lot of steps there. That's why all the like the right wing senators can't figure it out. No, nope, they can't figure it out. I mean, it's also because they're like 120 and their brains don't work anymore. Right now. Just like our president and uh, unfortunately a lot of national leaders and. Uh-huh. Uh, they, those are those national leaders are oftentimes seen in the news. To the news. <laughs> but not really as much this week because this week, I mean, we're st- obviously Russia Ukraine is still going on, and yeah. no one can shut up about that. So everything's getting obfuscated, and we're not talking about any of the other actual things going on. Yeah. So pay uh, no attention to the excellent. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain maneuver. Yeah, it's another thing where it's like I've watched. So I so I traveled to my parents' house to fly out to Arizona last week, and while I'm there, you know, my dad, he's, I I've actually I think I've made a lot of progress talking to them about things. Firstly, I think it's because I'm a much calmer person at this point, but uh, he has the news on regularly. And there's just this breathless coverage of the Ukraine stuff constantly, constantly being like, oh, we'll put up a, a QR code that you can scan to send money to the right charities. You can, you know, send money to buy, you know, fucking Javelin missiles or some shit. Um, you Telling people like what to yourself. think and how and what the right answers are about what good guyism is. That doesn't sound like our country. Yeah, no. <laughs> we certainly wouldn't do that to all of the teenagers who are just about to hit military enlistment age by mm-hmm. taking their favorite platform and telling their favorite influencers exactly what to say and how to feel. Yeah, my God. Oh, wait, so. we did exactly that. <laughs> yeah, so, like, if any of y'all saw this, um, Jen Psaki and the Biden admin have essentially contracted TikTok influencers to spread exactly what information is coming out of the admin. So, but that's not state media. That's not state media. When it, Russia, when Russia pays for sponsored ads on Facebook, saying you know, like with pictures of Buff Bernie in 2016, that's, that's full on propaganda. Information that's horrible propaganda. But when we literally have admin officials briefing TikTok influencers with 10 million followers to say exactly what the admin wants them to say. That's just that's just responsible citizenry. We're just making sure our people are informed, obviously. Yeah, exactly. And definitely not trying to create another recruitment boom for our military for, to get yeah. a bunch of 18-year-olds to sign up to go die in Ukraine. Uh, I know that – I think it was Matt Chrisman on their episode. Uh, the new live Chapo. episode of Chapo, yeah. Yeah, who was like, what are they going to do except maybe like you know all these unemployed kids who have been you know horribly depressed and are looking for some form of meaning – uh, throughout this COVID pandemic, maybe you're just trying to influence them to do what I was tempted to do when I was their age, which is go to Syria in that case, but them go to Ukraine. 
Yep. Just all about selling the narrative of this is what you do if you're mm-hmm. a good person, and you'll get all the good person points for going and shooting the people we tell you to shoot. Yeah, it's like my favorite stupid little dancer, like, fucking TikTok person who's making hundreds of thousands of dollars selling shit in 60-second videos is going to tell me all of the great information from the State Department about how I can help Ukraine, or at the very least, like, I guess, how I can emotionally support them. It's like, I don't understand, because, like, the big thing that gets me is how little point any of that is. I Like, this is weird, because this whole, this whole push, this whole um, media frenzy about ukraine feels very 2003 uh it does not feel like it's a part of this era but then of course you have the tiktok version where it's like 2003 tactics laced on top of i guess a 2000 modern technology yeah platform um it's i mean but at the end of the day it's all the same goldfish minded tactics and uh, unfortunately if you call people out for being goldfish minded about this versus literally the exact same tactics a couple uh, decades ago then you're just a russian troll yeah i'm a russian troll i'm using whataboutism which is of course whatever it's all this soviet mind trick bullshit like i'm somehow by mentioning the fact that during all of this more people have died in yemen than in ukraine through our fucking support of a decades long war and we've and i mean we killed way more citizens over in the middle east than any of that than, than any of uh i mean honestly this people. war this war could go on for another two years and we probably still have them trumped in civilian deaths i mean there's again this breathless coverage of and a lot of people have pointed it out it's definitely racist it's because they're white it's because they are a part of a rules-based international order or whatever supposedly yeah as, if it's white on white crime to, it's a real problem Right, as it's as opposed to you know the rules based national order or international order that you know Iraq or uh, Yemen or Somalia or Syria ha- are somehow not a part of, and the 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 dividing line is who's a NATO ally. That's all it is. There's no there's no rules based international order because I mean we've t- there's no. There, there are no treaties that, like, say Russia and a lot of the other people in the world or a lot of other nations, they've ratified the ICC. We have not, like we talked about in our No Hags Barred episode. Like, there's there's all of this silly uh, – it's hack or whatever to call out hypocrisy, but it's also just, like, we we can only say – these vague terms like rules-based order because we can't say international law because we invaded illegally Iraq. We did the same thing in, I mean, all over the fucking world. Yeah, it's, I mean, and of course the propaganda has worked splendidly because like most of the left has known for a long time, if given the right mindset to do so, the good guy libs can be just as bloodthirsty as the neocons any oh day of the God. week. Yeah, and there, yeah literally no difference Twitter, them anymore. Yeah, Twitter is Twitter is just covered in yes. Let's literally just murder Russians on mass. Literally genocide the. No one should. No one for who has Russian heritage should be allowed to live anymore. And that's yeah. just acceptable opinion. Facebook and Twitter even cleared it so that if you wish death upon, like they have like, oh yeah, well normally the no death threats, but if it's against a Russian, that's allowed on our mm-hmm. platforms now. Yeah, no, it's the same. <laughs> it's the weirdest shit because it's like we have in this country, and this point was made 
very well by Adam Johnson of Citations Needed. But we have in this country, say, if you want to go to Texas or Georgia, if you want to be a uh, federal employee or if you want to give a presentation on federal uh, – like, or I'm sorry, a state employee or if you want to give like a presentation on a state property like a like a university um abby martin was a was a was a recipient of this policy in a bad way obviously where they don't allow you to uh support bds you know the bds movement to boycott divest and sanction israel for their illegal occupation of palestine and their continued ethnic cleansing in palestine but yeah well we've got to keep they, making sure that israel uh, has the has war money coming and going from us as mm-hmm. well as, as effectively as possible. <laughs> yeah, it's a little. It's our little uh, weapons dump that also gets to train our uh, you know horrifically murderous cops. You know they have IDF people come and train our our police departments, which is insane to me. Uh, but like, yeah, this this idea that now we have essentially a BDS that's being supported. But it's not like specifically against any nation because Russian products rarely make it to America anyway. It's being used against an ethnicity. So like if you were going to put on a Tchaikovsky uh, opera or symphony, that's canceled. Sorry, all of you 50 people in the orchestra, you're you're out of a job. Um, If you are a Russian dancer or a ballet dancer someplace, uh, you're going to have to sign essentially an anti-Putin pledge. And you might have family back in Russia who could be a victim of the... Because, you know, whatever. Yeah, uh, the sanction, I'm I mean, not I was, supportive I was, I, even, of Putin or nothing. I don't need to explain this to No, people, yeah, but if, like, if you really think we're Putin supporters, then you clearly aren't listening. Right, and if you really think, if you, if you want to say, and correctly so, I think, that Putin is not, you know, he's, he's repressed plenty of people in his... Uh, he's country, essentially I one think. of our presidents. Yeah, exactly. He's a, you know, <laughs> he, he's an American he's president a, in he, Russia. Yes, he's been in power for longer, sure, but that's just because of the way their broken legal system that we put in place works. Right. The one that we. By the way, did you remember that we did that? I don't know if you know. Remember that little factoid? <laughs> yeah. It's so the reason he had he's allowed to stay in for twenty two years is because that's exactly what we set them up with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Any time that he wants to switch, he'll be either prime minister or president, and they can change how powerful one of those is so that he maintains essentially the same function. And we did that. We did that uh, by empowering him and a bunch of anti-communists. And uh, if you really are worried about people in... I mean, they aren't worried about people in Russia, even though they're, of course... They they were screaming, like, last year about Navalny and all the repression that's going on and all the poor Russians who, you know, hate Putin and all that. But, like, if you have family in Russia and you're in America and your job is basically hinges on you saying, no, fuck Putin, um, then maybe your family could be a target. And that's firstly, like putting a lot of people in danger for some, for a meaningless fucking signaling from a company that like has, you know, instead of, instead of like, doing anything material is simply asking or demanding of their employees to risk their family's lives if that's what you believe Putin is capable of doing, which I think is not unreasonable to think he can. Yeah, 
he's, I mean, yeah, he's a terrible human being, but the people who are getting hurt by these sanctions aren't Putin and the elites of Russia. Yeah. It is the everyday citizens. Like I was just talking about last week, Steam sanctions. Yeah, you're going to prevent, way to block those video game servers. Now all the rich people sure are screwed, and it's not yeah. the poor people who want their escapism yeah, that are getting fucked like, over. Or like, even when people Pizza make Hut. <laughs> God. Gorbachev's legacy finally ended. Yes. God, we can only hope. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, McDonald's shutting down across. Yeah, you're completely about hurting the Russian elites by shutting down all the McDonald's over there. Yeah, it's like the. I mean, and don't get me wrong, the Ukrainian citizens are also getting fucked by this whole thing. Of but course, I guarantee you that up. Zelensky and his Zelensky and his uh, high-powered comrade comrades is the wrong word there. High-powered oh, allies yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, definitely are not. Uh, suffering as much as the citizenry that's uh, due to this invasion. So it's no. as always, the poor are the ones getting hurt, and the hurt, and the rich are the ones getting all the attention. Yeah, and it's again the same stupid failed strategy. We did this shit in Iraq, where we sanctioned the shit out of them, killing, killing thousands, maybe even a million people is the estimation um, with sanctions prior to our invasion, and the justification for that was oh if we make everybody miserable enough they'll turn on their government that's not going to happen that never happens you're an outside ha- yeah, look at look at us in america look how miserable we are have right. we risen up yet come on yeah exactly uh, i mean i suppose some people might say that we did or at least some weirdos did uh on jan 6 but like and, and that's that's all and that's okay so the funny thing to me is because our politics is only american news and they can't like just constantly be bringing up Ukraine because that's not what their subreddit is about. All they're talking about is just, oh, Jan 6 still happened. Remember that. Let's never forget Jan 6. That's the, like every single article because yeah. there's nothing to talk. They don't want to talk about anything that's currently happening in the government right. because that they makes don't want to talk about their the libs look bad. This, yeah, they don't want to talk about the fact that, you know, all of while all of this breathless coverage of Ukraine is going on, uh, we've relaxed a lot of covid sanctions cases are going back up like you would imagine that there's inflation all these- is all time at an all-time high not just in the mm-hmm. gas market by the way yeah. and by the way if you're getting your panties in a twist over gas bear in mind that a lot of other markets have gotten a lot worse than gas <laughs> yeah and like gas too it's like yeah it sucks because we have no infrastructure for anybody to go anywhere other than by car for the most part um but like the fucking uh, gas oil companies are taking in record profits yeah and it's this like, is not this is not because of some massive shortage we still have thing with hundreds like, of billions of barrels of the good stuff in reserve yeah that we yeah, just aren't that we won't unleash to the public because we got to keep it in reserve we have to keep for on principle high. that's yep. the point is keeping prices high for donors for people who are already wealthy and it's like of course they're going to manage the supply so that they can get the most profit that's obviously what they were doing and it's the same thing with everyone else where these idiots like george takei who's like oh i'm happy to pay gas prices high gas prices Uh, i wonder why george certainly uh certainly not that you have you know an extra few zeros at the end of your bank account compared to the average american right it's just like there's a total disconnect this is yeah, sure, possibly. I mean, you could say that a, some of this might be caused by uh, f- f- worries in the market because of Ukraine. But generally, this is just price gouging in the same way that, like, Amazon's price gouging, that all of your fucking 
grocery stores are price gouging and saying and blaming it on either Ukraine or inflation when it's really just the same old capitalist logic that is making all of us fucking poor and miserable. Well, and I mean, it's very clear to see as soon as there are worries in the market, the price skyrockets that day. When mm-hmm. the worries start clearing up, the price takes a good long time to start coming back down. Yeah, if ever. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's Gas is just another example, though. It's all about the capitalist exploitation. Everything is just going to keep being miserable, and this country and also pretty basically any capitalist country will just keep getting worse. But there's one piece of good news out there, and that is we might finally be done with this clock-changing bullshit. Oh, thank God. Man, I am – because of my travels this last week, I was – I can't tell if I was more or less affected by the, the leap forward, the springing forward. But uh, I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore. That's really yeah. nice. As someone who works overnights, it's always been a real pain to work that – any of the daylight savings nights mm-hmm. are always a real pain to figure out. Um, and of course my company gets to do a sneaky thing on the leap backwards. So on the leap forwards one, we just stay till seven and get a full eight hour shift in on the leap backwards one. We have to stay till six, which means we work a nine hour shift and get paid eight hours. That's absurd. And they're allowed to do that. That's absurd. No, no. Yeah, we, I talked to my union rep and they specifically said like, that's, that's how it works. It's a, it's, it's listed as eight hours. Sorry. That's absurd. No. So that's I won't right. have to, I won't have to do that ever again. Thankfully is a, Good, that extra hour shift. Should burn in hell for that. That's just like <laughs> a very petty shitty thing that I think has gotten a few people a lot longer sentence in purgatory. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, uh, I don't believe in that stuff. So they'll probably just get to die happy in their beds. I'm but you know, to believe in punishment celestial <laughs> or otherwise. But yeah, with the uh, Senate passing, uh, dear, I think near either unanimously or dang near unanimously, the end of DST and uh, uh, the outlook for looking very good for the House. Um, and I, I can't see Biden vetoing this. It's That'd he's too really old. Weird. He won't even. Yeah, I don't think he'll even know what he's signing. Quite frankly, no, um, not. But yeah. I mean, although he might veto it because we're like, oh, man, I was friends with those farmers who needed an extra sunlight hour back in the 1850s. <laughs> Yeah, this no. guy is like pre-slavery, antebellum South type Delawarean. No, um, no. Uh, but Biden jokes aside, that is something to be optimistic about. Is we'll be because we're one of the last first world countries that still does it because yeah. of some archaic reason that I mean at this like, point it's more about American tradition because we got, we have to keep tradition alive and well in this country. Yeah, same reason that we still use like the fucking imperial system instead of metrics. It's like exactly, yeah. yeah. And I would love to see that one go the way of the dinosaurs too someday. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, I can look and be like, that's 100 yards. I know exactly that amount. Um, I can be like, I know what a 5'8 person looks like. I don't necessarily know what 165 centimeters is. Yeah, we, it would take some getting used to, but that's, but I would do you it. know, I, I, it'd be, we, I'd, be willing to, I'd be willing to be part of one of the suffering generations if it meant that, you know, whoever's after Gen Z just has a normal system where when right. they go to other countries, it translates perfectly. Yeah, let's get a 10-base system. Let's be able to recognize, like, oh, it's 60 kilometers. That means something like 40 miles an hour. Got it. Yeah, it's something like that. I, uh, again, I'm not very good at it yet. <laughs> yeah. And uh, hopefully, hopefully I'll have to become good at it, though. I would love. I would love to deal, have to deal. I would love to have to deal with that burden. Yeah. When but I yeah. Was reading, um, uh, sorry, but uh, when I was reading um, a lot of the uh, Star Wars like expanded universe stuff back when I was a kid, they did all of their stuff in metric. So I did have some entrance to it. I was like, okay, what's a kilogram? I'll figure this out. Well, and when I was 
majoring in physics for all of two months before I realized it wasn't for me. That was all in metric too. So, um, you know, I definitely had some exposure. I just, I, I definitely don't have the translate translations memorized, you know, mm-hmm. exactly figure for figure. So it would take that. Would, it, would, it would probably take maybe a month. Or, it, it, honestly, it would pro- kind of be like when you switch to a new year and you write the date wrong for a while. I feel like it would be resolved pretty quickly. But yeah, anyways, um, stuff to hope for, uh, but then stuff to look forward to, like not having that hour switch happen ever again. Um, but yeah, not in general, probably going to, things are probably going to be too fucked for any of that to matter. So I'm so optimistic. Oh, did I lose you? Oh, no, sorry. I, somebody did a work thing. My bad. Ah, uh, no, you're good. Um, yeah, I mean, like... We can it's, do that. We can do that. I mean, it, I it's, everybody else has done it. Uh, Arizona hasn't had this, um, has never done, or at least has for a very long time, not done uh, daylight savings time. So, yeah, a couple like, states have been without it. And, yeah, uh, so it's like, whatever. Like, one state not, even switched to it, then switched back because uh, the country was like, oh, it makes more sense to be on the same as the rest of the country. And now they're being told, oh, actually, we're getting rid of it on a national level. Like, why did we, nice. then why would you fucking have a switch back? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's our country is confused and confounded. Um, but yeah, we can at least hope for that small positive thing to keep us distracted from the thousands of negative things that are ruining our life in this capitalist hellhole. Um, There's something. There's something. You won't have I don't know. And I mean, and for the record, I don't think this Ukraine-Russia thing is going to last that long. I think this war will wrap up in the next few months. If I, if I was a betting man, it will not be a long war Yeah. because it's not profitable for Russia and one way or another, Ukraine and Ukraine has more or less at this point confirmed they're not going to they're checked out of NATO, which mm-hmm. is all Russia wanted in the first place. Good. I mean, like, that, there you go. I mean, not that I like that people have died and this invasion has made no sense, but, like, Jesus Christ, like, if you just... Uh, it's, they were never going to be a part of NATO. So mm. you just should have been honest and avoided all of this fighting, but that's not what the point of it was. I've said it before. Well, oh, now Zelensky gets to look like a hero. His, his poll numbers went from, like... 11 yeah. percent popularity to like 78 percent popularity yep so he's he, he has every incentive to uh keep this up yeah he gets photo ops where he gets to put on fucking body armor and pretend that he's fighting the good fight when really he's just just like most of the rich people most of the power people people far enough away from the actual fighting to be safe and oh you know whatever I mean, and just like, I mean, that's the whole thing. Just uh, because he's one of the powerful people, that is exactly how he can be both a Jewish person and a Nazi Nazi apologist. Hmm. Whenever you, whenever people say, oh, he's Jewish, how could he be a Nazi apologist? That's how he's powerful. That overrides any, that overrides any cultural background. (laughs) I mean, like the, the modern day, it's the U.S. and its surrogate in Israel. We're the modern day Fourth Reich. Like we're doing all the same Nazi shit. I and being a Nazi is okay now, as long as uh, as long as it's one of the good guy Nazis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. So, anyway, um, but yeah, the citizens are suffering in both those countries, and uh, we. In, so, in addition to all of our listeners, we will also be sending to them as much love and solidarity as we can muster. Love and solidarity, y'all. It can be told in few enough words. We are not certain of his intentions even yet. They talk. 
就完了。